From Johannesburg to Jerusalem, the world is always changing, growing and innovating. Join Benji Shulman for the next hour as he brings you the trendsetters, the thought leaders and those creating news before it happens. Only on the New Blue Review, your favorite Jewish culture and current affairs show. Every Monday at 9 a.m. right here on 101.9 High FM. You're listening to 101.9 High FM. I'm Benji Shulman and this is the New Blue Review. Welcome to the program on this slightly damp Monday morning in December. One would think that it is the summer holidays, but it doesn't quite feel like it out there. But that doesn't matter because we have a very summer holiday type-esque show for you today. So that is going to be uh, very exciting and I am definitely looking forward to to it. Later on, as we always do at 20 to 10, we're going to be talking to Rob Hutchinson. He is our parliamentary correspondent, and he's going to be telling us uh, just about the catch-up of the year. We're going to be looking at all the different bills that have been big and high priority in in Parliament in the last year, and uh, what we can expect over the holidays, because uh, of course we do find a bit of a rush this time of year. Uh, we're going to be talking in our Israel bite about we're going to be talking about now. Israel Bite is about the 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 unusual issue of funding and the Palestinians and the Iranians. It seems as though there is a cash crunch, if you are Islamic Jihad uh, or Hamas or some of the others who receive money from Iran. Nobody's sure quite why, but that seems to be a problem. Then, of course, we also have the the some some innovation and tech news for you, as always. But first, I'm happy to say. We have on the line our cultural correspondent, Alistair Anderson, to talk to us about what is going on in December. If you have little children or if you have yourself to entertain, you're not going away, uh, what can you do in Johannesburg? Alistair, welcome to the program. Thanks for being with us, as always, on the New Blue Review. Morning, Benji. How are you? I am doing very, very well, thank you. Now, I I was out and about a little bit uh, this weekend. does seem like there is some stuff going on in Joburg if you uh, want some some things to do for the family and for for yourselves. So talk to us about what is going on, particularly in the market side of things, because there does seem to be a lot of markets out there for people to go and see some, some interesting, some interesting items. Uh, so, I mean, I'll start just with, there's a market in by Pirates in Greenside, um, which is still going on, that's until the end of December. Um, so that's quite a cool little Christmas market, and they're, they're selling all different odds and ends. Um, obviously, in Cape Town, um, is, there's, there's the market, uh, I don't know, by market, um, which is always ex- exquisite with what they sell there. So, yeah, these markets are popping up, prison break market by four ways. Just kind of across Joburg and Cape Town, people are taking advantage of the good summer weather, or mostly good summer weather, uh, these weekends, and are putting on markets as sure as Christmas approaches us. Absolutely, uh, and an interesting, interesting part of the Joburg scene on, on the markets. And uh, yeah, there's the there, there are a few. There's the the Bryanston Organic Market. Uh, there are there's a, the four ways one. Uh, so, so there are a few, and you can check out um, some of those online. Definitely worth having a gander. There's uh, Karma Markers, which was also uh, available. So, so lots of markets if you want to <laughs> spend that end of year bonus as well. Now, of course, Alistair, the 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 big one maybe if you're a sports fan in the last 
uh, the, the last week has to be the World Cup. What are the games uh, that are coming up? And, and where's the best place, do you think, to watch them now that we really are getting into the, 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 the business end of, of the World Cup? Yeah. Well, it's almost done. <laughs> so we've got the semifinals are tomorrow night and Wednesday night. So Wednesday is France and Morocco. Tomorrow night is Argentina and Croatia. And then on Saturday, so those games are both at 9 p.m. SA time. Um, Saturday at uh, 5 is the third and fourth place playoff. And then it's the final on, at 5 o'clock on Sunday night. Uh, I think, you know, if, if you are a smart uh, bar or restaurant you've got the football on no matter who you are uh, there's a new place opening called bench warmers which is a, a couple of my friends are actually opening it there in rosebank um near bolton road on the corner there um, which is going to be a new sports bar so they literally open this week so it's a good place i think to start um yeah and it's, it's it's as i say it's the business end of the world cup it's been really entertaining especially this knockout rounds if we just look at the weekend we saw that, that game between england and france for example we saw two penalty shootouts on friday night uh, yeah, so uh, it's exciting time, and as I say, only four games left. So if you've missed the first sixty games, maybe try and get in just those last four and and see who's going to actually lift this thing. Is it Messi's chance finally to do it? I think it is, but don't be surprised if France defends their title. Yeah, also it's very interesting, Alistair. I mean, I think that to be my, in my own personal opinion, I think Qatar have been awful hosts of the World Cup, uh, but the actual soccer itself on the field, I think, has been excellent, and it hasn't been a World Cup in which all the big teams that you would have expected to win necessarily win. I mean, in the semifinals, half the teams, in, if you think Morocco and Croatia, would have definitely been rank outsiders. So, so I think that that's a sign of, of, of some good soccer, at least. Yeah, so, you know, they'll, they'll say this, and maybe it sounds a bit cliched or corny, but the, the, the quality between the teams is, you know, it's getting closer. So teams are improving. Um, I think it's part of its globalization. So, you know, there's, there's players that were born in Cameroon, but they play for France or, or whatever it is. Or, I mean, like Musiala played for Germany. I mean, he grew up in the UK, could have played for England. So, it's, you know, sports become a bit more commercialized, as we know. And, I mean, even a country like Qatar, I remember when they tried to buy Roland Spuma in the summer. So, yeah, I think that that's a factor in that. Uh, but also, I just I, I think that it's been a pretty high-quality football World Cup in terms of uh, the actual quality of football, which is, in a sense, surprising because it you know, happened at such a weird time for these players as they had to literally um, break away from their respective leagues like halfway through and then go play the World Cup. I mean, the English Premier League returns on Boxing Day. So that, that's how short it is between the final and back to football. So sorry uh, for anyone who finds football painful and annoying, but it's it's coming right back a week later. <laughs> yeah, uh, so you might as well see uh, what it looks like in terms of uh, in terms of that uh, in, in terms of the World Cup. At least you can, if you're not an English Premier League supporter, you can at least uh, watch some national um, some national teams. Now, uh, Alistair, if you are wanting to just uh, Netflix and chill um, a, a little bit, you don't want to go out. It's raining. It's load shedding. Whatever. Uh, a, a little bit on the on, on the Christmas film side uh, side Violent Night. Yeah, so, so Violent Night is um, it's coming. It's just come out in the states. It's not they say yet, but it's it, I think it's coming in the next few weeks here before Christmas. Um, and basically, it stars David Harbour, who is um, the character from um, Stranger Things. You know, he plays he plays the cop in Stranger Things. Um, and he's now playing Santa Claus, and basically it's it, it it's ridiculous. So it's about this whole thing where mercenaries 
basically kidnap a whole family and then Santa Claus has to save the day. And I suppose the, the kind of postmodernism around it is that it starts with Santa Claus kind of lamenting our children are materialistic. They don't actually realize that he exists. And, he, you know, he's kind of, he's, I suppose he's going through a midlife crisis. Um, and, you know, David Harbour, as I say, um, and apparently it's actually getting pretty good reviews. So it's quite entertaining. Uh, Americans really love Christmas movies so much so that they'll even make ridiculous ripples of, their, you know, of, their, of this commercial holiday, which in many ways they've developed and invented. Um, yeah, and that's fine at night. A movie I did watch last night, which I think was truly excellent, is Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. So that's his take on the Pinocchio story. And that's on Netflix. And I think it's one of the best animated films I've ever seen. It was incredible. Um, really heartwarm, heartwarming and very moving. And it's, it's, they, they use stop motion, but all the characters are created from models. And it's just beautiful. We're talking to Alistair Anderson today, our regular cultural correspondent. I'm Benji Shulman, and this is 101.9 High FM. This is the New Blue Review with Benji Shulman. 101.9 High FM. I'm Benji Shulman. We're chatting to Alistair Anderson today uh, about uh, he's our regular cultural correspondent, just talking about what is going on in, in, the, in the cultural sphere to keep you entertained for for uh, the upcoming festive period. Alistair, what is to do with the kids? Obviously, kids not at school at the moment, wanting to get out there and get about. What What is going on there? Well, I, th- I think a, a nice thing to start with is obviously on the 16th, it's Friday. It's the public holiday. Um, it's pretty much when, you know, the country kind of closes and goes into holiday mode. And there's an event called Wigglers and Wobblers, which has been going for nearly 40 years. That actually also starts at Pirates Club in Greenside, and it's basically a five-kilometer walk out uh, across to uh, across towards like Parktown and back. Um, and you wear uh, you just have to wear a hat. You can also run, but the idea is that teams will wear the same kind of hats and can get creative and dress up. And it's quite a lot of fun for kids too. Yeah, so there's that. And and then as I said, I think of the weather. <laughs> the weather behaves. And then hopefully this weekend people will, will get out with their kids and not um, have them cooped up watching Netflix shows and other other things. We've also got, um, of course, Janice Hayman's pantomimes coming up. Um, yeah, so lots of events um, as, as we kind of, sure, uh, we, we fight against all the things we fought against this year. So the pandemic and then obviously XCOM, uh, you know, hopefully we can get a bit of a respite in the, in the next few weeks. Yeah, absolutely. They were, funny enough, talking about having a load-shedding-free Christmas, and then all of a sudden uh, there was a a bit of a a bit of a less of a problem with that. So I do hope that uh, they do get uh, that uh, sorted out. One last thing, Alistair, David Gray is he worth going to see in this upcoming festive period? So he's 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 just played um, beginning of December. He he came out and uh, he played the entirety of White Ladder, which is the album that basically changed his life. You know, he was battling along in the late 90s. And when he was about mid-30s in the year 2000, that album came out and they re-released it. And it had that song Babylon on it. And he's just played at, you know, Times Square in Pretoria and in Cape Town. And apparently it was very, very good. A few artists are now announcing that they're going to come back uh, next year. So UB40 with Ali Campbell's coming. Um, as we know, Sting is coming. Imagine Dragons are coming. Craig David actually just played in Cape Town also this past weekend. Unfortunately, not in Joburg. 
Um, but yeah, I think one big thing of concerts for next year is hopefully, you know, and I pray that these organizers can find a decent venue for Joburg because since uh, We By Cars took over the dome, there isn't a really suitable um, concert venue that they feel aside from Soccer City, which is quite an expensive place to host a concert at. Um, but we need something that's a little bit smaller. And right now it's all being shifted to Pretoria, which is great for that venue. But I do think it's a very big city and yeah, we need to find something. Of course, we've got Mark's Park, which, um, you know, hosts things on weekends. But yeah, we need like a stadium event again. I mean, there's a very interesting point you make, um, Alistair. And, you know, we as South Africa, we do tend to be on the bottom end of the tour lists of, of international acts. Uh, but and in particularly with COVID, uh, things obviously were even more problematic. Uh, do you, do you think uh, do you think that the that that we will start to see an increase in international acts and also local acts? Uh, I'm starting to see some of the sort of punk rock bands that are in the local scene starting to play uh, more, starting to release things. It, it, slowly but surely, the the music industry, which really I think was the industry that was hit the hardest from an entertainment perspective on COVID, it seems to be starting to <laughs> finger scratch its way back over the ledge. Uh, you know, I mean, I think it's, it, it's a huge number of factors which affect how we're going to get back onto the kind of live music scene. I mean, internationally, uh, live music has suffered. Um, you know, so a lot of festivals lost money or were closed down over COVID and only kind of coming back now. Um, yeah, so I, I really just think it's, it's a matter of um, artists finding a way to come here, you know, it's on their, their sort of flight schedules, because um, just geographically we are out of the way, you know, even though they do go to Australia and New Zealand and the like, which they just often tend to get very good responses there, um, or even places like Indonesia, Jesse Jack White just played there, and the entire crowd was expats. Um, yeah, so I just think it's, it's a lot of factors. The um, concept organizers in South Africa are in constant communications with agents and booking agents and things as you know i mean it's you know here's a little it's a little tidbit taylor swift was actually in talks to come to south africa around 2020 and it was it was almost signed but then COVID came so i think artists that are big enough like that they will they will find their way we're not only going to be relying on you know guys who are kind of post 50 and still gigging but yeah it's it's just at, at this stage i suppose the other factors also you know power Utilities, you know, you, you, you can't have 100,000 people in a, or 40,000 people in a stadium and uh, you, you need generators and then something doesn't work or, you know what I mean? It's just too much money. Because remember, when these big artists come, you, you basically put down huge deposits um, and then you try to make back that deposit by selling tickets you know, before they even talk to you. So it's, you know, it's very difficult. But I'm hoping that by at least the middle of next year, we've got a couple of big entertainment acts and maybe some festivals going again. Um, it's probably an opportunity now for young people to create new festivals in SA, because I'm not sure if the other music festivals are necessarily going to come back, but let's, let's create new festivals. I mean, if you look at like Cotton Fest that Ricky Rick created, that's doing very, very well. So it's also the, the style of music, you know, that's growing. Things like I'm a piano, grime, um, hip hop, house, etc. It's You know, th th those deaf things are definitely moving off the times and are being noticed um, around the world. Well, there you go. Absolutely fascinating stuff. Alistair Anderson, uh, thank you so much for joining us on the show today. And do have a fun and uh, safe festive season. And we're looking forward to having more insights from your cultural calendar next year. Thank you, Benji. Have a, yeah, have a great festive season. Um, and I hope for any good stuff for Kai and for you guys.
2023. Thank you very much. That is Alistair Anderson. He is our regular cultural correspondent and uh, ch- just chatting to us about what you can do with the kids in, in, uh, in, in the festive season, which is coming up.